there and welcome to Thrive Church Podcast here in Puyallup, Washington. We're so glad you found us and hope you enjoy listening to this sermon of the week. I really want to just take just a minute to tell you um, about her. Um, you guys, most of you know her, but I've really, I've watched her over this, really over the past year especially, but um, for, for a couple of years now, just watching her life. And she, uh, one of the things that she exudes that is just a part of who she is, is she's got this, this hunger that just drives her forward. It's like she's reaching for stuff that's new. Uh, she's constantly evaluating like what's going on in her life. Um, what is it that what what should be there? Maybe there's stuff I need to 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 stop doing, so I can focus on what I should be doing. I mean, she's just very focused in on that. She's a hungry hungry person, and I've watched her uh, develop in the in the area of prophetic ministry. And she's going to be releasing uh, some words out of her heart this morning for uh, for our year for 2018. Um, and I just, you know, the scripture teaches us that um, when you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, then you get the prophet's reward. And I could talk to you about what that is, and I've heard a lot of teaching about that. Ultimately, um, I want to just uh, to just throw out there for you to, to receive Helen this morning, um, maybe not in how you know her, but knowing that she's a messenger of God that's carrying something for our house. And receive her in that way, you're going to get... An amazing return if you do that. So can you guys position your hearts to really receive from her this morning? I'm excited for what God's doing in her life and their family, and, um, and I know she's going to have an amazing word for us. So would you guys uh, welcome her as she comes to minister this morning? Amazing. Thanks, guys. Um, those of you that heard me for this first time, how was it? A month ago, maybe more. There's no surprises this go around. At least none that I've planned. <laughs> um, no big surprises at the end. Oh, thank you. That would help. Yeah. No twins announced. No. He's <laughs> like, no, out the door. Um, but yeah, so, gosh, I thought the butterflies would go away by now, but not yet. They will. Um, okay. So, like John said, I... I'm always just asking, you know, having that continual, trying to go for that continual communication of, Holy Spirit, what is going on right now? What do we need to be focusing on um, to keep progressing, to keep moving forward? And um, always kind of reevaluating. Just all I want to do, my biggest, you know, goal in life is just to remain in His will. And I know if my heart is to do that, then I'm going to do that. So, um, and what I've learned about myself along the way is that I very much pick up on um, seasonal stuff or um, times and seasons themed things, but also um, what I'm feeling, what I'm sensing and how it ties into that. And so for today, um, I'm going to be talking about what it is to be all in, because that's just what I really feel for this year. It's um, an invitation to really just step all in. I mean, we thought we had done so before maybe, but there's always more. There's always more we can do to partner. There's always more that he wants to do in us. And so I'm just going to um, kind of break that down a little bit in ways that I have found that naturally um, 
in my life, I end up demonstrating it and then I'm like, okay, you're really up to something here. And, and so I'll explain that in a minute. So, um, I mean, a new year has so much promise and intention. So um, I'm glad that I'm in January still and I can speak into, into this year. So, I mean, most of you probably have goals or habits that you're um, getting ready to roll out. I mean, I really need to go on a sugar fast, <laughs> but I'm waiting until after my birthday next week <laughs> to do that. <laughs> I'm not giving up my cake. So um, I'm going to be doing that soon. Um, but, you know, I don't like New Year's resolutions and, you know, we, a lot of people talk and bash those or whatever, but I do think it's healthy to reevaluate, to get encouraged and get inspired. A new year brings so much more. It's not just a new chapter, but it could be a whole new book for you um, into this year. And so it's, it's a fresh slate and... Um, I know after the miscarriage towards the end of the previous year, it was really nice to actually go not far into that, into the beginning of last year. Um, it just helped bring some more hope and inspiration and, and sort of like, okay, well, leave that behind and step forward and everything. I mean, last year, um, it was very well announced throughout the year that it was the year of breakthrough and it's something we were going after as a church, something that everybody I was running into um, was talking about. And it could have been big or small. You may have seen it, you may not have seen it, but it did happen. Um, and I think, you know, for us, it was a big, obvious breakthrough in, in getting pregnant. But um, I know sometimes it can be really small things that they've even been planted and you haven't even seen the fruit of them yet. So just stay hopeful that um, you did see it. And if you did, I just really feel like if any of you experienced setbacks last year, not to see it as that, but just setups for this year. Um, and don't be quick to give the enemy credit for what God is doing in your life. I feel like sometimes we automatically, you know, blame the enemy and go after that, where it's like God just trying to nudge you in a different direction or just saying, no, I actually don't want you to pick that up, um, versus, you know, uh, blaming the enemy for shutting doors that God's shutting for you. So just keep that in mind. Um, okay. So I feel for this year, it's time for a fresh surrender and it's time to be all in. And part of that is to be, the beginning at least, is all in the purge. Um, I didn't even, this wasn't even on my radar when I was asked to speak. Um, and then I, what I noticed the last couple of weeks, and I don't think it's nesting because it's a bit early for that, but I am like purging through the house, closets and everything. And I know for me, I demonstrate what is happening, right? So I'm like, hey, wow, I actually have motivation to do this, <laughs> which is not like me. Um, and it's happening really quickly and it's feeling great. And I'm like, okay, something's on this. So to purge is to get rid of whatever is impure and desirable, to cleanse and to purify, to get rid of, clear or free yourself. Uh, to clear of imputed guilt or ritual uncleansiness, and to clear away, wipe out legally any offense or accusation. I mean, there's so much that can go on here, but it can be really um, healthy. And if you're going to start with surrendering and, and going after a new, I don't know, level or just set some priority, you know, goals, like Angie said, to just be continually in communication and connected. Sometimes you have to get rid of some stuff. Um, 
it could be emotionally, mentally, or it could be really practically, and it's okay um, to do that. I love what it says in Hebrews 12. Therefore, since we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us, let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith, the first incentive of our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity, who for the joy of of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame and sat down on the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority and the completion of his work. There's so much that really jumps out at me on this one, but what um, I never caught before until recently was, it says weight and sin. Stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin, which so easily and cleverly entangles us. So I was like, well, what's the weight? And um, it's really obvious, like little things. I mean, it's not a sin to have a poor relationship with somebody or like an old relationship with somebody, but it does drag and is unnecessary weight if you're not, you know, there. Unnecessary responsibilities, if you're taking on too much that you shouldn't be taking on right now, maybe you have a false sense of responsibility for a lot of things. There are weights, unnecessary weights that's preventing you from stepping into something else or being aware of what he's trying to do somewhere else. Commitments that are past their season, um, trying to hang on to something that maybe isn't bearing the fruit that it uh, used to. Uh, hindering habits and distractions. Um, sometimes, I mean, watching TV is not a sin, but maybe watching too much TV is a weight, right? So it's just uh, distracting you from time that you should be spending doing other things. Get practical with it. Um, clean out the closet. Detail the car. Purge the Facebook friends list. You know, things like that. You'll be surprised how light you feel after you do that. I was thinking during worship, I was thinking about this and I was um, picturing, like imagine a glass of water and the water in it is his glory and you're the container. And you know, if my physics, if I remember that rightly, and I'm sure Robbie will correct me. (laughs) If you add weight into that, the water level rises and then you can't fit more in. But if you take all the weight out, then you have a container big enough to fill more of his glory into it. So if you strip yourself of some of the weight, you can actually contain more of him. God has so much to give to you. So let's be all in so that we can carry it. I love this verse. In fact, I've been really in the whole Psalm 51. 51, sorry, typo up there. But create a new clean heart within me. Fill me with pure thoughts and holy desires, ready to please you. I found out the word create in this is the same create that's used in Genesis 1. And it's funny, we were singing, you know, he makes old things new. And Angie was touching on that during transition. But it means, it, that create means to create from nothing. And in this psalm, David knew that he had no goodness without God placing it within him. And David wanted a new creation heart, not just the old one changed. 
And so I think that's something we need to go after, is just not, not thinking, oh, I've got, I've got to change, you know, I'll change my heart, but ask, ask for a new heart, ask for a new, new heart. So then it goes into the surrender. surrender. So in Romans 1.16, it says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, the good news of Christ, for it's God's power working into, unto salvation for the deliverance of, from eternal death. To everyone who believes with a personal trust and a confident surrender and firm reliance to the Jew at first and also the Greek. Surrender is powerful. And um, it's a position of the heart. It's not something that we should be striving at. And it's just being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Sometimes there's a big surrender. You know, when you give your life to the Lord, I get that. But I'm talking about a daily. Let's be all in. Every day, yielding to the Holy Spirit, listening to His voice. It doesn't matter if you've walked in your salvation for 50 years or five minutes. Um, It's the same response and it's the same posture. In Philippians um, 12, 2, 12, 13, it says, Now you must continue to make this new life fully manifested as you live in the holy awe of God, which brings you trembling into his presence. God will continually revitalize you, implanting within you the passion to do what pleases him. When you take that daily posture, you, you can just rest assured that he's going to continually revitalize you and giving you the passion to do what pleases him. And once your desires become his desires, it's your desire to do that. So, it, like I said, it's powerful stuff. I mentioned this before, probably last year sometime, but I felt prompted to add it in. I watched a TED Talks once on body language, and it talked about how it can affect your mind and your and your body and and they, they were even saying it could affect like life choices and things that happened into your life based on your body language um it talked about how you know when you're insecure and you're shy you kind of you're in the room and you're trying to hide your face and you've got your body parts all close together and if you if you feel confident about yourself you're you know arms out and you kind of you know head up and you you're aware of what's going on around you They were saying that, you know, in the animal kingdom, so to speak, when they are being aggressive or they're trying to show that they're powerful, they spread out their limbs and get really big and stuff like that. And it and it actually does something physiologically too. Your testosterone increases and your cortisol decreases and stuff like that. But what I noticed when I was watching this video, you know, it talked about getting big and I was thinking about, oh, when you put your arms up, like we do in worship, it's powerful, but also it's also the universal symbol for surrender. So when you surrender, you're being powerful. And when you're, so when you surrender, you're worshiping. And when you're worshiping, you're surrendering. And if you see that there's substance, like Angie said, in your worship, you know that there's something happening, not only in your body, physiologically, and in, and in your mind, but in the spirit. You're giving the enemy a signal, too, that, hey, <laughs> um, I'm worshiping right now, and everything, all your flesh has to surrender to what's going on. So always know that you're receiving something when your arms are raised. He's always filling you to overflow, and if you strip the weight, then you can be filled more, especially with your arms up surrendering. So get powerful and surrender so it can affect your outcome of the life, strengthen your mind body, soul, and spirit. 
They even talked about that Wonder Woman pose, you know, that's like the powerful pose. If you go in into an interview, stand there for like 10 minutes before you go in there and you'd be surprised at, you know, your body language and just kind of, you know, there's so many things that are unseen that we pick up on, we don't even realize it. So don't be afraid to surrender. What I feel like for this year, it's just a natural knock-on effect of all this is going to be acceleration. Um, it's a theme that was in part of last year, but it doesn't mean that it has to stay there. It's going to be carried forward into this year. And if we take that posture of stripping off the weight and take the posture of surrendering, this is going to be a natural overflow that happens. Um, there's going to be specifically, I feel like, an acceleration for payback and injustices from previously. Um, in Deuteronomy 1.11 it says, May the Lord, the God of your ancestors, increase you a thousand times and bless you as he has promised. This is a promise of God that still stands today, obviously. And Psalm 16, 5 and 6, Lord, I have chosen you alone as my inheritance. You are my prize, my pleasure, my portion. I leave my de de uh, destiny and its timing in your hands. Your pleasant path leads me to pleasant places. I am overwhelmed by the privileges that come with following you, for you have given me the best. What if we swap following by surrendering to you, for you've given me the best. I think that there's God's favor falling in pleasant places to be able to accelerate you throughout this year. Um, being kind of uh, just constantly eyes open and aware of what maybe God might be saying throughout the day to me. I had a couple instances when I was waking up at 5.55 and being like prophetic, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then it was 2.22 and I'll get to that too. But I've been seeing 5.55 or fives in a row uh, quite a while and so I just wanted to share that, you know, there's something that is obviously in, in the air right now and that is that it's just so much grace. And I know we've had Angie even touching on that during transitions and um, there just really is so much grace and I think there's so much grace to really purge and get things done that need to get done. There's so much grace to surrender and just receive and not, not to strive at it. There's so much grace to accelerate and receive favor and just move forward this year and to step into that acceleration. Um, don't beat yourself up when you slip up, but praise yourself for the heart of obedience and just keep receiving. Um, it's not a performance thing. It's not a perfection thing. Um, focus on just a day-by-day -day receiving of His grace. Um, 222, um, I was looking up the, word, the number meaning for two. I mean, I just kept thinking, oh, double, double, you know, like, and we'll get that for sure. Um, but it's agreement and unity. And it's like when, you, when your flesh becomes in agreement with what He's asking of us this, this year and then this season, there will be that unity and agreement to step into that grace, grace, grace that's happening and it all works together. So this is what I feel like for this year. So in 2018, you're going to see action and you're going to see God activating what he prepared in you last year. 
that you're going to have these moments where you, this year you're going to be asked to do something or you're going to have this idea to do something and then you're going to look back and think, oh, that's what that was for and that was what that was for. And you'll see these moments where um, you had these experiences and it all led to that. So the edges of the puzzle were set in place last year and now you're going to partner with him to fill it in. So you can see the full picture of what he's been working on this whole time. And it might be different than what we thought last year too, but that's okay. Um, partnering with him is the key in that. So I kind of have a, like a side note, part two. There's something that I couldn't ignore. Um, there's a Pantone, if you're not aware of what it is, it's a system basically for matching colors. And um, specifically for printing ink. So if you want to get like a shirt screen printed or something like that, and you've got the files, you know, your printer at home uses CMYK, like the four colors. Your screens, it's RGB, which is red, green, and blue. Pantone, it's a specific, I mean, everyone has a closeness of a, a Pantone color number as well. And this is used for screen printing and, and um, more hard ink kind of letter presses and stuff like that and every year they release a, a color of the year now sometimes you know in culture they're picking up on what god's saying you know and they just don't have the source right but this really jumped out at me this year the year of ultraviolet and so i was digging in a little bit more and asking the holy spirit um and this was, this was pulled right off their website. Inventive and imaginative, ultraviolet lights the way to what is yet to come. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this is what they're believing behind it. And they have, you know, obviously picked up on, on a invitation or an or atmosphere that's going on right now that God's releasing. And um, there's a couple of things that, that just stood out to me with regards to ultraviolet. I was also thinking of the UV lights, which is kind of what really jumped out to me. And we, we love, in church, we love the color purple, you know, being royalty and that sort of thing. But UV light is, is especially responsible for the formation of bone strengthening, vitamin D. And so I believe one of the many things God's going to be releasing this year is a glory that will strengthen your core, um, strengthen your faith like never before. Um, bone density is important, and there's no point walking around like a hollow believer with no faith or density inside. But also know that your bones speak um, allegorically of our inner being, like our emotional strength as well. So there's a strengthening to just the body in general, and like, and by that I mean church body, I mean individually and everything. The other thing about UV light is that it makes white shine brighter when placed underneath it. So let's become purer by purging and surrendering so that when God is searching for those willing vessels, we shine the brightest underneath that UV light. I also see, see an ability to see in the dark. You know, you can see things under UV light that you can't see with the naked eye. It's the last, I believe, the last sort of um, wave on the light spectrum. Um, and so I believe there'll be an increase in discernment amongst the body as well, an ability to see things in the dark, so to speak. But I also saw it as a UV layer that's stretching 
sort of like a um, pitcher membrane uh, and uh, a veil, so to speak, between where we are now and where we want to be. And that UV light is just is being stretched, that, that layer is being stretching. It's like a thinning of the veil between heaven and earth or, or an ability like that. I'm still trying to find the words for it. But it's basically, it's another level being birth. So, you know, when you give birth, you break a bunch of membranes, you know, and other things like that. But there's a stretching that happens. Um, and when it stretches, there's an ability to see inside before it bursts. You know, it gets so thin and so thin as you pull it out. And there's an ability to see in the minute before it bursts forth. And then obviously what is birthed and released is good. Um, so that's just kind of what I wanted to share about what I felt um, Pantone had picked up on <laughs> in my own way, so to speak. Um, so thank you for uh, letting me share on that. And I just, uh, just going to take a moment and see if there's anything else. Okay, um, so yeah, I think with the surrendering, there's no better time than now. So, um, I, um, let's see. If there's just a, an, a hunger inside of you to go after this year in any way, bigger, better, stronger, um, more connected, to uh, surrender more. I just want you to stand right now and we'll just pray together for um, Holy Spirit to just highlight some areas we can purge, highlight some areas that we can give over in surrender. And uh, I'll just pray and close this out. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much, Jesus, for surrendering everything that you surrendered everything and came down and died for us and we just thank you so much Jesus and we just I just pray right now for every person here standing and every person who wasn't able to make it today Lord that you would just allow us um, to pull on that extra grace right now that is in the atmosphere to pull on that extra grace to be able to pick up on areas that you're wanting us to fully surrender. I ask Holy Spirit right now that you just impart wisdom to these people, to your sons and daughters, Jesus, to be able to pick up on the areas that they need to lay down, Lord. If there's any areas that they need to, to purge, to get rid of, to just shed that weight, Lord, we just ask, Lord, for your grace and your um, provision to be able to do that. We thank you for an increase in hunger amongst your people and for an ability to stay connected with you in that place of surrender. We just pray, Lord, for that daily routine to happen, that yielding to just continue, Lord. We just thank you for the testimonies. We thank you for 
the work that you're doing in us, Lord. And we just thank you for the lightness and the glory that you'll fill in us as we as we make these changes. And we just thank you, Lord, for the grace and the and the favor and all the um, provisions that you have for us going into this year. And thank you for the direction that we're going in as a church and individually. Lord, I just pray if there's any areas right now where it's just been a constant cycle, where there's a belief of it's always going to be this way, Lord, I just break that right off in Jesus' name. We just thank you, Lord, that is a, is a new day, and there's grace to be able to break that right now in Jesus' name. And we just thank you, Lord, for the truth that you're releasing, that it doesn't have to always be this way. It doesn't always have to be this way. And that you can break that habit and you can break that um, that addiction to whatever it is that keeps pulling you there. We thank you, Lord, for the newness of tomorrow, that tomorrow brings, that today brings, that every day brings, Lord, the new mercies that you're releasing every day. We just thank you for that. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're giving us ideas, checklists, whatever it is right now, of areas to go after, to purge, to get rid of, to shed, and um, and a new heart. Thank you for the new heart, Lord, that you're not just changing, but you're making new. We just thank you for a new perspective, an ability to see things um, that have remained unseen before. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Helen, for those amazing words. You guys are appreciative for the words this morning. I just thank her. Yeah. I was particularly thinking um, when she mentioned the whole idea of of like God assembling all the puzzle pieces together, but now he's going to begin to put them in to place. Um, kind of a cool story, but this this year for Christmas, Brittany took one of our family photos that we took last year, uh, about June, and she put it, she actually got us a puzzle that was of our own family. <laughs> it was like, it was totally cool. And, and I, um, we did it on Christmas day, but then we pulled it out again just actually last night. And uh, just, it's amazing uh, just to kind of like, as you're kind of putting this puzzle together, now it's, we're not like, um, it's not like a super vain thing. Like we're putting a puzzle together of us. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's actually really, uh, really powerful experience because it, you're you identify what you're seeing in these puzzle pieces it's like oh that's what oh, that's oh that's this person's face because they have these unique characteristics that I mean and in our family when you look if you guys look at our family like we all look alike I mean so but um, you know there's these 
unique characteristics that each person carries. That's oh, that's that's Noah, or that's I can I can see that that's Cadence's face. But I, I just I just know that as God is helping us to put these pieces into the puzzle and put things together, that He's actually He's He's wanting to bring up identity. What did He? What has He spoke, spoken into you and created in you? over these last seasons that now he's putting it into place. He's putting it into the right position. Um, and I just, I just see him doing that. And I was, this is a really great picture. Um, and, um, and the puzzle's not just like a picture of some beautiful sa- uh, landscape. It's actually your life. It's a picture of you. Uh, and God's doing some amazing things. So I just wanted to release that over you. Well, God bless you. Thank you guys for being with us this morning. We're happy to have you here with us.